It's a wonderful day, and you're tuning in to the show. Rome is in Manila. This is where I share stories on self-improvement, language learning, motivation, productivity, time management. Name it, and I'll try to have it. Honestly, this sounds a little corny, but you'll be hearing this intro for all of this month's episodes. So just enjoy the sounds of it while it lasts. This episode starts in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. It's actually almost midnight. Well, I'm still 15 minutes away from midnight as I am recording this right now. And you know, this is going to be different from all the. All of the previous episodes that I have published until now, because, well, first thing, I don't have a guide or a half-done script for today's episode. And by the way, I'm recording this on a Friday night. It's interesting that it's actually very quiet tonight. I know. I mean, it's a Friday night, and I don't know. Social media. My social media is quite quiet tonight. So I am not receiving a lot of notifications or anything, and well, I think it's a good time to record, and I think I'm recording in a voice that's not, you know, not so loud. I, I usually record、um, speaking louder, but today I'm not doing that, and since everything that I'm gonna say today is improvised, I mean. I'm trying to be spontaneous here, and I I haven't really done anything spontaneous in all of the previous episodes that I have published. Nothing of the, nothing of that sort is really spontaneous because you know I had show notes, I had guides, or sometimes even half done scripts. So all of those had like a flow. But as for today's episode, it's not uh it's it's not like that. That's why I'm I'm calling this episode uh what's that I I I said an empty canvas with Rome alone. So um honestly I I don't know what you're gonna get from this episode because yeah I I have nothing um and probably you'll be hearing a lot of ums unless I get to edit that out before publishing this. I'm not sure if you'd like that or if you don't like that. I, I'm trying to be as natural as possible, and I, I'm testing myself here. I'm testing myself right here, right now, how I could go on speaking spontaneously because I have always thought that I cannot do this. I, I have always thought that I cannot speak spontaneously, but I guess I'm wrong because, to the mark, I'm already speaking for like. Almost three minutes now. I've been speaking for three minutes spontaneously, and I think that's kind of awesome. I mean, I didn't expect myself to be speaking this long. Although, well,、uh, before I did this podcast thing, you know, bef- before I decided I would do a podcast, I was actually recording my voice on Evernote. If you know Evernote, um, it's an app for note taking, 
and there's a function there wherein you could record your voice and save it as a note. So early this year from I think January, the first week of January, I've been recording myself for quite a while. I think I I tried to record myself almost every day from that from that time until we had this quarantine period or until I decided I would be working from home. So I think that's about two months worth of audio recording on Evernote. And well, it's interesting because I listen to some of them and I notice how funny I speak and I I don't really like the sound of my voice especially if I don't if if I don't modulate my voice if I just you know just speak the way I normally do it sounds so high I mean the the pitch is too high I don't like it but well that's the way I normally speak but last week I actually listened to a video I I watched a video on YouTube about um getting I mean about having a more masculine voice and one tip that I got from there is to just you know like agree on something and say mhm one mhm two mhm three and then by doing that you're actually able to get your masculine voice like I do have now well that's just a tip and if you're a guy who wants to make your voice sound deeper without putting your your throat in strain then you can do that and also he said to always speak from your diaphragm or breathe from your diaphragm your voice should come from your diaphragm so i'm trying to do that um well you would also notice that i'm not very consistent with my accent um well i don't know because you know filipinos or people think that we actually have a very strong filipino accent whenever we speak and while i agree that most of the filipino people are like that it's actually also not that stiff you know i mean we easily blend in with the people we're talking to for example if you're talking to someone who speaks straight english i don't know if that's the case for you but for me when i i speak with someone who speaks straight english i try to imitate the way that person speaks and i think that way it makes the other person be more comfortable and for me too i start feeling more comfortable Yeah, but I I think most people have this kind of feeling that when you're speaking to a native English speaker that they feel a little bit um insecure and so their language skills suddenly start to deteriorate like they are they are unable to speak in the way that they normally do and I don't know that's that's just weird and i i think i have experienced that for some time too but 
I'm trying to adjust that now. So instead of feeling insecure when I'm talking to like an American American or a British person speaking in English or any nationality actually that's not Filipino and when they speak fluent English instead of feeling insecure I try to match their their tone or I try to match I mean I I try to just mirror them you know uh, mirroring is something I've learned from improv actually Um, I haven't done a formal training on improv theater, but I've known improv for almost four years now. It, it's it's just that I didn't enroll in any class and I couldn't really do a lot of improv in the past four years. But during the short time that I was like with my improv friends and when I was watching improv shows on YouTube or whatever or wherever I could find them, I learned a number of things and yeah that that is one thing mirroring you know it's it's usually done like um you're making an action and then another person will imitate that action and usually it's a dialogue thing like maybe you're clapping your hands together so one person can say I am clapping And then the other person who is also actually clapping will say something else like I'm killing a mosquito and it goes on. But I, I, think, I think it's, well, while it's a play of words and actions, I can see how it's actually a mirroring and also at the same time uh, making your brain uh, like make associations you know associations of things that you do with that particular action but yeah um i can't explain why i'm thinking it's mirroring but i hope you get what i mean you know mirroring so mirroring you mirror your conversation partner you mirror a friend it's just that i think mirroring can be bad if the other person is angry and then you match that level of anger that's when mirroring can go bad but if you try it in a different way um like someone is angry someone is upset and you want to play mirroring here i think the one thing you could do is maybe first match the level of anger but then tone it down little by little Because I think there is somehow um, a subconscious effort wherein if you first try to match the level of something, like say anger, then you're at the same level. But then from that level, if you try to lower it down, I think maybe subconsciously the other person will mirror you. I don't know. N not I'm, I'm not really sure about that, but... That's just a theory because, you know, when I was in high school, okay, so I'm talking about high school now. When I was in high school, I read a book about um, something like, uh, well, it's it's not therapy, but I remember the title of the book was The Worst is Over. I think it's usually for... When someone is in a traumatic situation and you're trying to calm them, uh, 
calm, 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 calm them down uh, when you're trying to calm the other person down. So there's a trick like you try to breathe at the same pace and then you adjust your breathing so that your breathing will become relaxed and the other person you're breathing with will actually adjust to that and have the same breathing pattern as yours and that person will actually be calm okay so yeah that's something i read when i was in high school so that's more than 10 years ago um but yeah the title of the book was the worst is over i don't know i don't know the name of the author anymore uh, i'm not usually that type of person who memorizes book titles and book authors although i think it would be good if i knew right because then i would be able to redirect you so much easier all right okay and actually my right now while i'm recording this my neck is hurting because my mic is actually very low and it's not at the level where i can sit like a properly sit and it, it's not so bad it's just that i need to um like what's this face forward i don't know how to explain this position in terms of words but i'm sticking my face close to my computer i'm sticking my face close to my mic while moving away from my the back seat so that's how it's like right now and well thank you for listening if you're still here given that you know this is a very unplanned episode you know and it's interesting because well you know um this june the episodes i've had was during the first week i talked about acting and stage i mean the actor and the stage and i shared about like how everything changed from the past and how we can use leverage and then out the week after that i shared about well i i had a short discussion with my friends about a memory that we've shared together about a theater production that we did 10 years ago and then the week after that that was just last week i had a an interview with jay wherein we were talking about improv and so you can see that actually I, i've been trying to make june a month of you know trying to explore on creative stuff well mostly theater actually but you know you know that i'm I'm not a professional theater person it, it's not even no um well I, I don't get paid to do it even but it's something that interests me a lot i think i'm not sure I'm not sure if I already mentioned this in the previous episodes that I've published, but I've always wanted to be an actor. I think, well, I, I think I said, I, I talked about this in one episode, but I've always been, I've always wanted to be an actor, but I didn't pursue it because, you know, this and that. But yeah, it's still a frustration that I have right now, but it's, it's, I, I'm just so happy that I'm able to do a podcast right now and it's a way for me to be still creative of some sorts and 
Well, podcasting is, I don't know, some people consider it an art. Some people, well, they think it's uh, something like blogging, but with audio. And some people use it to learn stuff. Some people use it to just make the time pass faster, I think. Or some people just want to consume something while doing something else. And I totally understand that. Some people even exercise while listening to a podcast. I cannot do that. I cannot do that. It's crazy. When I do any exercise, I usually count. And I cannot count if I'm listening to something. So it's not something that I do. But maybe if I were just running. And running is not an option for me right now. I cannot run. Although I've actually registered for a Star Wars virtual run. It's by... What's this? I forgot the name of the app. I think it's Move. But it's it's based in based in Singapore um well I paid for that but I don't know I still I still can't run right now not because my legs are have problems no but it's just that I don't feel like going out to run you know and running inside my house is terrible a terrible idea it sounds like an excuse but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I still have until September to clock in my run for that virtual run. Anyway, I, I just have to complete 40 kilometers. And I think that will just take me about a week if I try to run every day for at least a week. Yeah, 40 kilometers. Not so bad. Running is... Some people... Wh- when I tell people that I love running, people doubt me. You know, the reason they doubt me is because I'm, well, I'm not so lean. I don't want to say fat, not because fat is a bad word, but I, I well, I, I just want to say that I'm, I'm bigger than most people. And so when I tell them I like running, running is a sport that I like doing. People don't believe me. People doubt me. And there's a lot of people that doubt me about the things I do, about the things I know. Like there was one time uh, I was talking to a friend, or just a person. I was talking to a person about the rules of a sport. But apparently because I I don't look fit, I'm, well, I, I'm not lean, so that person just brushed off i mean brushed off is that even a? I mean that person just ignored my whatever i was saying at that time because it seemed like i wasn't qualified to talk about sports i wasn't qualified to talk about rules of the game because i'm not fit enough okay that's bad (laughs) i mean am i complaining well Sort of, you know, I I just had this discussion with a few friends that I have. I have a number of international friends who I talk with, um, with regards to learning. And we were talking about the need 
for certifications or going through courses so that people will recognize what a person is knowledgeable of or capable of and you know it's it's crazy because um well we need to prove that we are able to do things and especially when we're trying to get a job we need certifications we need to prove that we've studied uh in this field in that field and well um it's actually very limiting like for example i say um well actually in language it's it's not like that because some people don't really i mean some companies don't really require you to have a language certification to prove that you're capable of the language i mean you're fluent in the language they just probably have to set an interview with a native speaker for you to prove how good you are at the language although there are actually standardized tests for every language and i i still think there's a benefit to doing those tests but they're just skills or they're just knowledge bases wherein these are not very i mean you don't need a certification for it or you don't need a hmm you i mean you 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 cannot prove yourself i mean you don't need to prove yourself using a certification something like that maybe for example if you're a a history buff okay so if you're a history buff how do you prove that you are a history buff well aside from actually speaking facts or speaking about historical facts you know that's the only way you do it right there is no standardized test that shows oh i'm a person who's a really knowledgeable in history or is there maybe i'm not sure i'm sorry take that out i mean i don't really know what i'm talking about and in terms of certifications and stuff but that's just a thing you know we try to reduce the authority of the person based on sometimes appearance sometimes on the certificates that they have or sometimes based on where they graduated where they studied sometimes based on their country so we have all this prejudice and it's just sad especially when you're on the victim side although you know we don't want to think of ourselves as victims all the time right because if we think of ourselves as victims that's when things could go wrong although of course if you're a victim of anything then i don't know i don't know how to feel if you're a victim of something maybe look for help or if you can stand up and fight for yourself then try but yeah i, I just i just think that we have to not always think of ourselves as victims and last week i listened to a webinar um well it's um not really a webinar but an interview of someone i forgot his name but he's an expert in um what's his expertise i think psychology and 
maybe social psychology. Um, he talked about language, not language like foreign language, but he talked about changing our language in how we deal with things. He mentioned about war language. He said that we don't really want to use war language right now because it adds up stress. It gives unnecessary burden to us. So instead of using war language in t- for for the things that we are experiencing, he suggested that we change that into something that's lighter. He even said that the art of war doesn't apply to the situation that we're currently experiencing. Well, some people might think this is being soft if you if you go out of the war language because you know people always use war language like right now we say frontliners battlefront we are at a war we're fighting against this this is the enemy so that's war language so well i don't have much to say about that because i'm also not an expert but i'm just sharing what i've heard and I kind of agree with what he said that it's better to change our language to something else and all that something else depends on you maybe we can use music language yeah I'm not sure how we can do that use music language for the COVID crisis oh well and okay I've been speaking for more than 20 minutes right now. And if you're still here, that is really awesome because, well, not many people would listen to somebody they don't know rambling and rumbling about stuff. Anyway, uh, when I publish this, I will be writing show notes. And I mean not show notes oh well yeah show notes i will be writing show notes or a summary of the things that i've discussed here so that people will know what to expect what to what yeah what to expect from the content that i'm sharing i'm limiting myself to be speaking for only what um maybe i'm limiting myself to only 50 minutes 50 minutes is too long so maybe not 50, 40. Okay, I'm limiting myself to 40 minutes. Um, what else? Uh, well, last Sunday, I started learning Mandarin. And if you know me, well, if, if you've been listening f- to this podcast for quite a while, you know that I can speak English, Filipino, Pangasinan, and Korean. Korean is... Well, I, I'm using it at work, so I'm at a working working level proficiency. Pangasinan is the lowest. I cannot speak in full Pangasinan, but it's like among the first languages that I learned when I was young. So, yeah, last Sunday I decided I would learn Chinese. I would learn Mandarin. Uh, reason for this is because, I don't know, I just got interested in China when I watched um a documentary about china about chinese civilizations about chinese people and while 
sometimes I feel like we always try to demonize them. We always try to see the bad in them. It, it, it's, it's not that I'd like to worship them or idolize them or put them on a pedestal. But, you know, every country has its... I mean, every country has its positive and negative sides. And, well, I, I'm not going to say I only look at the positive side because that's I'm going to be lying if I said that. But it's just that, you know, I think if I try to learn another language, then it will open up many doors for me. So I'm going to learn Mandarin. And besides, I have a number of friends who speak the language. I have friends in Taiwan, Hong Kong, China, Singapore, Malaysia, who speak Mandarin. So I, I think it's going to be different. I would be at a different level of conversation with them when I already become fluent in Mandarin. So I just started this Sunday and um, it's been a week. I So far, I only know how to introduce myself like so greetings first right like ni hao and how do you introduce yourself where yeah well how do you introduce yourself wo chao wo chao rong i think yeah that's how i remember it and then numbers well numbers are quite similar to korean so it's easy to remember so if if like i'm going to tell you my age it's wash uh so that means i'm 27. uh the challenge for me right now is the tones there are four tones i mean and then there's one that is without tone it's challenging because um well, uh, it's it's my first time. It's my first week doing this. And remembering the tones is what's quite challenging. But if, if like I try to look at one syllable and then try it with all the tones, I think I would easily be able to do it. But when I see a sentence and then it has the tone marks, well, it's in pinyin, um, I feel like I'd have to reprocess them on my brain quite a little longer because well yeah i am i haven't really trained my brain to process tones and notes although i do music it's not like that i'm not perfect pitch and i cannot i cannot uh what's this i cannot make this sound variants in an instant so it's like i think i'm trying to learn chinese tones in the way that i'm learning music so it's usually i hear the word and i record it in my brain having that certain tone you know i i think that's how i'm going at this and it's interesting I feel like I am expanding my limits. And, well, yeah, I, I have my notebook on my side right now. And 
because I, I usually take notes when learning something and it's just in my desk next to my laptop and last on the last page that I've written on there's something related to expanding limits it says the history of human progress is all about expanding limits okay whoever said this I'm sorry I don't know who you are I forgot who this person is the history of human progress is all about expanding limits and well I, I think saying that um, on this podcast wouldn't wouldn't be a concern for copyright right because well words are not copyrighted you know there's they say there's a 100 word rule but I, I'm not really exact about this copyright law but yeah that's a really nice saying from that person i need to review my notes or i need to check out who said that but meanwhile yeah expanding our limits so i think by studying mandarin i am i am expanding my limits as a person and there's a lot of things that i'm trying to do right now trying to deal with a lot of people sometimes it's hard especially when you clash with people when you have different ideas and sometimes it could go into an argument and i don't know i'm i'm usually i'm usually trying to become a forgetful person i want to forget easily when i have an argument with another person i'm trying to forget it right away so that there will be no lingering feeling. Of course, it's not forget so that, you know, you will not try to resolve the problem. But I'm trying to forget the feeling of being angry or the feeling of, you know, the discussion getting heated up. I'm trying to forget that. And yeah, I, I think most people who know who's this, is that Michael Jordan? Yeah, I think it's Michael Jordan who says he is very forgetful forgetful when playing basketball games because basketball players they should easily let go of the feeling of failing a shot you know because when you try to make a shot and then you fail if you linger on that feeling then it wouldn't be good during the game so you just try to shoot you fail that's it just go on so I think it's a really good lesson. I'm I'm actually also learning that from Benjamin Hardy, whose book I'm currently reading, Personality Isn't Permanent. I'm not done with the book yet, but I'm, I think I'm already about halfway. Um, it's is a really good book. Personality isn't permanent. It's it's making me think, rethink my past and rethink my future, and at the same time, it's making me you know adjust my present actions according to what i see my future self will do or according to the future self that i envision and at the same time um there's a mention about giving a different meaning to your past it's an interesting read if you have time and if you have some money to buy the book, I recommend reading the book. Um, 
Well, I, I still have a lot of books here on my left. Um, I even have Battle Royale. I got this as a Christmas. I mean, I got this from an exchange gift last Christmas. And I still haven't opened it because I've been busy reading other books. But I am going to read this sometime soon. Uh, okay, I'm actually nearing the 40 minute mark and I don't want you to, you know, feel bored because of this guy who just keeps on talking and talking about things that maybe don't even matter. But hey, I, I think I shared some bits of, you know, wisdom somewhere here. And if you've appreciated them, please let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter or on Facebook. If we're friends on Facebook, yeah, you can personally send me a message. If we're not friends on Facebook, you can send me a message on my Facebook page. I also have Instagram, but I'm, I'm not really using Instagram so much. Because, well, I don't know what to take pictures of since I'm always in my room. But yeah, I, I well, I I could be more creative and try to take pictures of different things inside my room. But right now, that's just not my thing. So I, I'm not using Instagram a lot, but you can find me there too. I'm mostly active on my Facebook page right now. But by mostly active, that means I'm posting maybe twice or three times a week. That's what active means to me on Facebook. Um, I'm still writing on Medium, although I was really disappointed that they don't pay people outside the countries where Stripe is uh, operating. But I I'm still there. I'm still on the platform writing. I also have my personal website, but but I'm not. I'm not putting it out in the public because there's actually nothing there. So yeah. It's usually here in my podcast wherein you can hear a lot from me. And I have a YouTube chat. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel and there's not much in it as well. I haven't trained myself to become a video creator. I can try, sure. But I want to focus on this podcasting thing. That's why this is what I'm doing right now. Although, you know, sometimes it feels tempting to move on to youtube and do everything on video maybe even go back to vlogging and earn some money through it well i don't know it takes time and well everything takes time even producing this podcast takes time it's just that well yeah first right now podcast is my thing Maybe in the future, I'll do YouTube stuff. But right now, this is the place where you hear from me. And I actually have... I actually already have a lineup for... For July. I'm not publishing titles yet. I'm not posting them. But I already have a lineup of what I'm gonna have. I've already set interviews with the people... With the people I asked to be on my show. I mean on this show. Yeah my show. Well Romy's in Manila. And 
yeah, I think we're almost set for July. It's just that today, I decided to go blank. That's why we have an empty canvas and I had to speak spontaneously for 40 minutes. That's already my 40 minute mark. I spoke for so long. Anyway, thank you very much for listening up to this point. You've been really awesome. Thank you for joining me in this crew, crew, crew. I don't know what else to say, but thank you very much. Um, please look at my show notes. If you haven't followed me yet on Facebook, please follow me. If you're on Spotify, please click that follow button. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, please subscribe, please give me a rating. And, well, I, I'd appreciate it if you'd give me a 5 rating instead of a 4 or instead of a 3. Maybe give me a 5 rating and then if there's something you didn't like about my show, um, put that in the comment. I don't know if that works for you. I hope it does. Rather than giving me a 1 and then not explaining things, you know. Give me a 5 and then explain things. <laughs> well, okay. I think that's all for today. Um, yeah, I'll try to publish a bonus episode sometime next week. Because I didn't do that this week. I've been busy with stuff. But yeah, see you next time.